We don't know anything for a fact. Clint Walker. Except that bulldozer kills. Carl Betts. Two men dead. The survivors watch an unmanned bulldozer continue its rampage. Kill dozer. Hello, everybody. It's Andrew. Sitting across from me is Mark. Hello. And you're listening to TV Movie Night. You're home for television movies in audio format, but not the original movies. No. But it's just two guys talking about the original movies. That they had watched. That they did watch. Yes. In digital format, not originally. No, not broadcast. That would be great, too, if we did, like, I had mentioned that I watched Rough Riders, and we did it all from memory. <laughs> think uh i want to say he was he said uh i want to say one of the doctors from er is in it but not one of the main ones no no not one of the yeah in like those middle seasons yeah but like he hadn't been on er yet either so so it was like before i didn't even recognize the guy yeah 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 no that that, that sounds and then like they shoot some people i think right no, I don't think they shoot anyone in that. I feel like they shoot somebody. Oh, you know what I'm thinking of? The Pirates of Silicon Valley. That's, that's right. That's, that's what, the one that's where the they one murder saw, yeah, just they, a ton they kill of Hispanics. Everybody there. So many Hispanics. They shoot watermelons. I remember that. They practice. They don't shoot watermelons, do they? They shoot watermelons, don't they? Yes. <laughs> anyway, this is that's your source for such a hard-hitting commentary <laughs> on uh, television movies. Uh, Mark, the second episode of this wonderful new podcast, we have a new studio space. We do. You can hear. There's a very different vibe in here. Yes. It's, uh, it's, we moved floors. I believe this is where they recorded Thriller. I, yeah, I was told that when I was renting the space, but I, I, I don't, something tells me that that's not true. Probably not. Because I was also, I walked out and then I could hear them saying, I heard the, the people behind me, they were like, this is the spot where that woman was murdered during the creation of Love Roller Coaster by the Ohio Players. Do you know that? No. <laughs> Do you know that? Uh, what is this story? There's a there's an urban legend that there's a you can hear a woman screaming in the song Love Roller Coaster by the Ohio Players and the urban legend is, is that they recorded it in an apartment mm-hmm. and what they picked up in the recording was somebody being murdered in the apartment next door. And obviously, I don't, I don't buy any part of that. Obviously, story. the scream is there on purpose. Obviously, they weren't recording in an apartment. Yeah, but uh, that's that's the urban legend that you can hear a woman being murdered during the song "Love Roller Coaster" by the Ohio Players, hmm. which makes it that much more disappointing that the Red Hot Chili Peppers didn't also murder a woman when they covered it a few years later. That's why we don't remember that version. Yeah, you don't. There's no death on it. The Dice Man. Is on unbelievable. Yes, though. he is. This is a him, fact. Him and a lot uh, of people say that he is not, and that it's an urban legend. No, he's it's, sampled it's him, on there. It's him, and it's uh, Tony Bennett. Yeah, the other one. That's unbelievable. Oh, yeah. That's it's the Dice Man. Yeah, it's EMF. They knew what they were doing. How you doing, Mark? Doing good. Feeling good. Feeling right. Just right. Yeah. How so? Things are coming together finally. Really. Since when? They're different. Okay. All right. All right. All right. You don't got to tell me twice. Um, Walking Dead's back. Okay. OJ. 
Killed more people, apparently. Did he? No. They're just running the show again. Yes. Well, yeah, yeah, he he continues to murder that woman, that poor woman. Forever in our minds. Yeah. And And her boyfriend. It's a great show. Uh, We're talking about the People vs. O.J. Simpson. That's correct. And FX. Yeah. And for just so that we all know in the future, we've only seen two episodes. So don't spoil it. Don't write me an email, you know, 30 years from now and be like, man, that show sucked at the last episode because we don't know yet. Yeah. So give me a break, will you? We're in the moment. It's a snapshot is what this is. Anything else going on? My brother Michael had a baby. That's true. Superfan Mike Gonzalez had had his his first child, correct? First child, first male Gonzalez. Oh, the heir to the throne. 29 years. Holy cow. Um, I thought there was a law against that. We, yes, the statute was 27 <laughs> years. We couldn't make any more. Very specific activist lawyer or activist judge, I would call that guy. Oh, absolutely. That's that's not that's not letter of the law. It does it's, it well. You know, it's he got put on the bench. Yeah. You know, didn't get recalled. Um, and uh, I think in honor of my nephew's birth. Yes. And, you know, on this show, we sh- from here on out, we should refer to him as Baby Killdozer. Baby Killdozer just came rumbling into just life. <laughs> kind of slowly <laughs> rolling out of life. Rolling out of there. Well, that's good. Uh, that's, that's awesome. I, uh, are, you, are you poised to become the favorite uncle? Yes. Pretty easily. Really? Well, what what bags? All of, about what, competition. What do you got? Well, I guess that's true. <laughs> what do you got in your old? What do you have in the uncle's bag of tricks uh, regarding becoming the favorite? Uh, nose stealing. That's good. Good one. Um, peekaboo. Peekaboo is always good. And um, I just got uh, I just got another set of keys specifically for jingling. Good. Smart. So gonna lay down that groundwork early i don't really have to worry about the big stuff for another like four or five years well you gotta start them young yeah so i've got those things yeah I've got the the nose thing the keys mm-hmm. and the peak boo and keys that should hold me nice that should hold me over until like age two or three right yeah exactly and then you gotta you gotta change it up a little bit right but you don't let's not mess with let's well the not keys mess with what's working you never give up the keys you never the key jangling always good. it always works um, I always, uh, to become the favorite uncle, I always like to just treat the kids like adults. That's what I do a lot. Yeah. So with all kids, I like teach them how to gamble. Uh, I ask them for money. Oh, that's good. That's what adults do. <laughs> they just, they just consistently <laughs> they give ask each other for money. money. Yeah. Uh, you got a, you got a couple bucks, man. A couple bucks, just, man. I just, need, gotta, just I need a little this. bit. Yeah. I like, uh, like you go to dinner or something. You're like, uh, I, we went to, we went to Denny's when I was, uh, out East. Mm-hmm. I turned to my nephew and I was like, uh, "So uh, you, you you paying for you this? covering this what's, one? What's going on here?" Yeah. And he's like, "No." And I, but I was like real serious with him. And you I'm just like, stared at him. Like, we got the, well, the, who's gonna, somebody's going to pay? We're in some we're in some deep we're shit. In some big <laughs> trouble if you don't have some here's, cash right, right here, now, Charlie. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to you're going to pretend like you're going to the bathroom. You're going to go outside, pull the car around, and then every single person is just going to one by one just kind of leave slowly leave and then once once we get the last person out or if we don't get the last person out just go just go just go just go so here are my keys <laughs> just go ahead and then he jingled yeah, them jingle in front of ah! You're like, keep it cool man <laughs> act like you've been there before <laughs> Ugh. but we are talking about television movies 
TV movies. TV movies. Yes. On TV movie night, which you're currently listening to. You alluded to it earlier. We uh, teed it up last week after our our stupendous first episode. What a what a what, what a, a what a episode. barn burner. Uh, what a barn decimator. Just we just, we killed so many barns. Yeah. So many burned down barns when we talked about the day after. But this week on TV Movie Night, Mark, we are talking about the 1974 ABC television movie entitled Killdozer. Killdozer with an exclamation point. I don't and, know if you noticed yeah. that. It's like emergency, <laughs> police squad, in color. Killdozer. In color. So um, in honor of baby Killdozer, yeah. let's, uh, let's discuss Killdozer and uh, figure out what the hell this is. How did thing this is. happen? This, what did this? What is this? Mark, what... Um, what we we you and I watched the trailer and we listened to the commercial. Yes, last we week we played it for you. Last we played week. it for you last week. What did you expect out of Killdozer? Um, I expected there to be a bulldozer that is possessed. Okay, and killing people. Well, <laughs> and not much else. And it turns out that is exactly what we got. Oh man! So it's a refreshing change of pace. Yeah. is what it was because you were. Expe- I was expecting some kind of horse shit, like some like you're gonna see the the killdozer every once in a while, but it's just gonna be kind of there. It's yeah. like a token appearance by the killdozer, and then it's gonna. It, it's well, were you worried that it was gonna be? I mean, another direction it could have gone just from what we saw was killdozer kills somebody, and then the rest of the thing is the aftermath. Yes. Like there's only one person dies, and then there's like the crying wife, and like legal proceedings. No, what I was what I was worried about is it was going to kill someone, and then it was going to be just nothing but like I don't believe you, man. There's yeah. no such thing as a possessed bulldozer. There's no such thing as a killdozer. <laughs> and then they get killed by the killdozer, and then it just keeps stacking up that it's like. Like, you know, there's a lot of intrigue, and it's like, oh, oh, that guy's actually, he's the crazy one. and, and He's running Killdozer. Uh, yeah, exactly. A Killdozer, a Killdozer doesn't kill by itself. Right. Killdozers don't kill. People kill. People kill with people, Killdozers. People control Killdozer to kill. Uh, but, um, spoiler alert, doesn't happen that way. Nope. So let's uh, let's discuss uh, what we've got with this uh, wonderful cinematic gem in a segment I like to call, well, what do you know? What do you know? Uh, Andrew, do we know we <laughs> last last week we watched um, the, the day, day after, after, yeah, and. You watched a commentary. I did. I read a lot about yes what the backstory was. We spoke to a, a, a man who lived the experience. He lived the day after, yes. Um, so there was a lot of rich history to go from that con. With this, as far as the IMDb page told me, it was this was a thing. Mm-hmm. It was on. Mm-hmm. Conan made fun of it. And we never spoke of it again. And it never <laughs> happened again. We, we stopped Killdozing. Yeah. We, they were outlawed in 86, and then we just kind of forgot about Reagan it. Reagan rode on that platform. Yeah. No more Killdozers. We don't need them. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down, down your, your Killdozers. Kill the bombing will begin in 90 seconds. What? <laughs> Do you remember? 
Do you know that what that quote no. is from? What is that? So um, Reagan had a radio address that he would do in uh, in the 80s. And, and the president still does a radio address. I, I've never actually heard it, but it still exists. They do a weekly radio address. I mean, I just heard the one that where I almost crashed my car where he talked about... Burp. Friends. Burp. <laughs> People buying burgers and beers for each other where I very nearly flipped my car over on the highway. Uh, no, but uh, before, he was doing a sound check that was going live and right. he was screwing around on the mic and then he's like, my fellow Americans, I'd like to announce that, you know, we've declared war on Russia. The bombings begin in 30 minutes. And like, it went out like it was, you know, he's like fucking around on the mic, but people heard it. Yeah. And it wasn't a big deal, but like people kind of flipped out about it. Yeah. Reasonably so. So, uh, no, I did not find as much research. Didn't find on, anything on, on it, right? On Killdozer as I did on the day after. But I, I've got some stuff here. Okay. So, Mark, cast your mind back to the Halcyon days of 1974. I'm your Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what what what? Typically, when you do a time travel movie and you go back to '74, what what's playing? It's like, uh, um, oh, it's it's Boogeyman. Jung- <laughs> I think it's like Jungle Boogie, right? Jungle Boogie. Uh, could be, could be, yeah, could be some uh, cool in the gang. It could be like, um, do it if you don't want to dance. The back up against the wall. Exactly. Yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some guy with a big boom box wearing a real tight shirt that says like I'm a pepper on it. Yeah. And- yeah, this sounds great. Let's let's just go ahead let's and just shoot this. this flashback right. to 1974. Go get out here. We need your camera. 1974 gallon of gas was 55 cents. Gallon of milk? Still don't know. Cost of a new car. Brand a brand new car. Any car or is this an average? Just an average. Okay. An average. Take a guess. Brand new average cost of a car in 1974. How much is gas? 55 cents. $2,500. Higher. $3,700. You're close. $3,750. Not bad. Average cost of a brand new car. Um, average monthly rent in, in the LA? United States. In the United States. Oh. 1974. $8. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the dollar. I'll take the dollar. One dollar. $185. Ah. <laughs> And the average uh, yearly income, thirteen grand. Nineteen seventy-four. Now, what does it mean that that's what I got last year? But the rent is a lot more than a hundred dollars. Well, you know, you're, you did buy your car for three thousand. I did uh, three thousand seven hundred. Yeah, a lot has changed, and gas is less than fifty cents when I just siphon it out of my neighbor's. Well, yeah, exactly. You let the hose do the work, yeah. Mark. What's uh, a hose cost? 50 cents. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Just you let gravity do the work. Gravity's yeah. free. Mark, in 1974, uh, impeachment hearings started on one Richard Milhouse Nixon. Yeah. He eventually. Um, Our long national nightmare was just beginning. Was just beginning, but then it ended just as soon as it began in 1974 yeah. when he resigned the office. In disgrace, President Gerald Ford gives an unconditional pardon to Nixon later Gerald that year. Ford. Gerald Ford. The U.S. Bank Franklin National is considered to be insolvent. Do you remember? This was a big deal. Why would I The whole bank just went belly up. 
no, I remember when that happened in my own lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> well, Washington Mutual was purchased by yes by Chase. Yes. this was just they were just considered insolvent. They just like, they we ain't like, got no money. They, we ain't got no fucking money. Um, Sears Tower becomes the world's largest the world the world's largest building. Okay, the largest building. Yeah, and. Uh, Gasoline shortages are happening. This is this it's starting, is, right? It's starting right around the time the uh, speed limit, the national speed limit, was proposed in 1974, 55 miles per hour in order to conserve gas. Right. So you know, there's some concern. It's like there's a lot of stuff happening politically. You know, it's Big like time. All sorts of shit just going on. But um, in February, Jaws came out in 75. In the movie theaters at the time. 1974, here's our top grossing films in the United States in uh, uh, 74. At number 10, Benji. Number 9, The Longest Yard. Yeah. Number 8, The Life and Times of Grizzly Adams. Number 7, Airport, 1975. Oh, of course. Number 6, The Godfather Part 2. Yeah. Number 5, Earthquake. Now, was that Earthquake or was that Earthquake? No exclamation point. Okay. Number 4, Young Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Number three, The Trial of Billy Jack. Number two, The Towering Inferno. And then the highest grossing film of 1974, Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles. Not surprised. So there's your snapshot uh, regarding cinema at the time. Andrew, funny story about... uh, Cute story. Cute story. Uh, Towering Inferno. Uh, One of the final lines in that movie, if not the final line, is Paul Newman's character... The architect of the building. I'm so sick of all these towering inferno. No, and this gives you. I think this is important to know what movies in 1970s were like. Mm-hmm. Um, he just looks at the big towering inferno, and somebody's like, "What are we gonna do? Rebuild it?" And he says, "Maybe we should just leave it. Just leave it as, as a big smoldering monument to all the bullshit in the world." <laughs> then the movie ends. Looks right at the camera. Which and part of just as sick of it as I am? Part of me, it's like all of the bullshit. All of the bullshit. That's that's a big. That's I mean, a big, this is a big building. That is one big pile of bullshit. <laughs> and then, so yeah, people are mad about Nixon. Movies are reflecting that mm-hmm. the sense of impending doom. Yep. Uh, and your number two highest grossing movie, your number one highest grossing movie is about race relations. Yes. Number two is about a big pile of bullshit. Big, big old pile of Just a big bullshit. man-made monument to our own bullshit. Stupidity. But on February 2nd, 2nd 1974, Groundhog Day, a Saturday, mm-hmm. a little film by the name of Killdozer airs on the ABC network during their ABC Movie of the Week franchise. Right. Which is home to a lot of different things that we will probably end up watching at some point for the show. But Killdozer, February 2nd, 1974 on ABC. This this particular movie... It's based on a short story? Based on a short story by uh, science fiction author Theodore Sturgeon... Originally published in the magazine Astounding in 1944. Yeah, during the war. <laughs> we just imagined back to a simpler time. Another time, okay. Killer, killer <laughs> bulldozers. And uh, directed by Jerry London, 
this particular movie. Jerry London. London. A lot of television movies under his belt. Uh, probably one. a McClintock, right? Yeah. I bet he I'm, did a heart-to-heart. I'm, heart. I'm guessing he did probably did a McClintock. Um, no, like uh, Shogun. Oh, Shogun was huge. Yeah. Shogun was just a big fucking deal. No, that's that's uh, Mr. London. Because that was, that was based on a book that was basically about like a white samurai. So America at the time just ate that shit up. Uh, yes, they were just like, oh, oh finally. finally, yeah, finally, the story is being told. It, it now it can be told. Yeah, because Last Samurai at least is like, no, the the Last Samurai is Ken Watanabe's character. It's not Tom Cruise, but but Tom Shogun Cruise is n- all over the. Yes, yeah, but if you see the movie, you can. There's something to it, but Shogun is like, yeah, white people are better, and we show up and we're the best samurai. You know, you know how you do. Shogun. Yeah. Be there. Be there. Uh, that was like a 10-night event or something. Written ridiculous. by... Uh, so adapted from Theodore Sturgeon's uh, script. Short story? Uh, yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Short story. Short story. And uh, a very small cast. Very small Five cast. plus Killdozer. Five plus Killdozer. And Killdozer doesn't even get top billing, which is a real shame. Uh, it depends on how you look at it. Yeah, I guess that's true. Because as I recall in the opening credits, it's Clint Walker. Mm-hmm. And then... Killdozer. Killdozer. Uh, the title card over an image of Killdozer. So as, I, as far as I'm concerned, his name is bigger. Yeah. So we I don't think... get... It's a late title card. Yeah. we. It's like a good 15 minutes before we get credits on this thing. Right. So. Now, did you recognize Clint Walker, the star? Is he in Gunslinger? You, I thought... I, I, as soon as I saw him, I was like, this guy's been in something on Mystery Science Theater. The more I looked at it, the more I realized, no, his acting is like it's very, everybody yes, on MST3K. Yes. It reminded me a lot of like, um, he, he's, what, he's like 50s B-movie leading man. Oh, yeah. He looks like, he looks and sounds exactly like the guy from uh, the, silent the movie. Earth. The Silent Yeah, Earth, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what I thought. Wait a moment. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's just got this. <laughs> They're magnetic. <That laughs> this means something if, if your hands were made, were made of metal. metal. <laughs> Uh, no, he, uh, yeah, he's, he's a, uh, mainly known in the fifties and sixties. It looks like for a bunch of different movies, Westerns, mainly, mainly Westerns, yeah. but here he is fighting Killdozer. All right. So, so let's just, let's jump right in. It's a very quick plot. Couple of, yeah. Couple of big things I want to hit. Uh, now it starts with us in space, correct? Yes. And then a big meteor. We see a meteor. Just a big rock. Smash into the earth and a island off the coast of africa right mm-hmm. now andrew is it suggested in any way that time has passed between this massive impact and the story no it seems like it which happened means, a couple days ago if not that morning yes. right yeah which means this island should be blown to bits no, because it's, it's a tiny th- we see how tiny the rock no is. it's huge it's big enough to jam up killdozer it's like the size of a pillow no, and we see it originally, and it's not covered in shit, not covered in dirt. It's it's only like it's only like yay big. It seems like I thought it was yes, like small. that that is big enough to. Andrew has held up his hands, roughly the size of two foot long subs. I don't know how long that would be in real life, but well, let's assume that most of it was burned up in the atmosphere. It's and it just was like this. Uh, like I this. that's big. That's twice the size of a human head. 
coming and in. You think that would destroy an island? Yes. Coming in that fast. This big? Yes. Coming in that fast, it would fuck up that whole island. <laughs> anyway. Uh, let's say it let's say it hit an airplane, it like pinballed off a thing. Okay, and it I'll slowed buy that. down and it popped its chute. Yeah. It, it deployed its, its first chute. Well, we don't we don't know if it's a meteor. Tumbled. We don't know if it's a meteor. It's it's a meteorite. It is a meteorite. It's a big rock, but it right. could be so it's it's housing something. Maybe it's a, like a you know, some like it's being controlled. Do you understand what I'm saying? Are you sure? Like a rocket ship. Yes, but you don't I don't think use it is. a rocket ship to smash into something. I something sentient is in that. Something's rock. in that rock. Yeah, but we don't really establish what that is. So they find this rock, uh, and what happens is, is on the coast on this island, there is a oil drilling company. Right. That is uh, just—it's just five guys. Wheeland, I think it's Wheeland Oil. No, it's uh, Warburton. 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 Patrick Warburton. Patrick Warburton Oil Company, a team of six, five or six guys, are apparently drilling all the oil from this <laughs> from this uh, island. Well, no, they're setting up the like they're setting up like a landing strip or they're, oh, they're yeah. building like a base of operations so yeah, that the so main team can come in doing doing the the, the pre planning so it's just them and a bunch of construction equipment on this island right they are using a big bulldozer to the DC9 excavate uh, part of a mountain and then they run into this rock right and when the bulldozer makes contact with the rock we see this bright blue light flashes. Robert Urich. Robert Urich is in this movie. Yes. Star of Vegas. Vegas. And um, Vegas. Lazarus Man. Did mm. you ever see that show? No. No. It's like The Revenant. Oh, okay. But like a lot like The Revenant. Oh. Um, so this blue glow pulsates from the rock. From the rock. And then goes into the bulldozer. Right. But while this is happening, Robert Wagner, who's one of the construction guys, looks at the blue rock, and then the camera does that MTV like zoom in and out on his face, and he goes ah, and it's overexposed, and then he collapses in a heap, and then uh, Clint Walker, Clint Walker, our star, it was driving the killdozer, and he's like, "What the? What's the matter with you?" So while killdozer is being created by whatever was in the rock, is now in the bulldozer. Right. He's tending to the guy that just. Robert Urich. Essentially got his face melted off. Mac, I think his name is. They uh, they take the guy back, and they're like, what the hell happened out there? He's like, I don't know, man. He just kind of freaked out, and yeah. it was all crazy. It's and his face of, is burned. His face is all burned up. But now it's this camp is like, well, we're confused. What happened? Yeah. And Clint Walker is slowly getting more and more concerned about this bulldozer because he tries to drive it and it goes all cuckoo crazy nuts yeah and it plays like cuckoo crazy nuts music it's like exactly it's like yeah the haunting killdozer theme yeah uh and so he doesn't trust it as you would as you can't trust a killdozer you think you can you cannot so he cuts the fuel line yes as he ties the rope around like the gear the controls yeah, he sabotages the whole thing because as he's as he's driving it, it goes all nuts, and he's like, "Oh!" And so he cuts the fuel line, and he like essentially uh, uh, kills it. Yeah, kills its ability to move. That exactly. is exactly. It's still still alive in there. And uh, so they tow it into the station. He has his mechanic look at it, and he's like, "Just just just be careful with this Seems thing." Seems fine. 
Uh, he's like, yeah, I, I, I fixed it up, but the only thing is, is that there's this weird humming coming from it. Right. And uh, um, he's like, I don't know what that is. I, don't, I can't tell you what that is. Meanwhile, the guy that originally got scalded in the face dies. Robert Derrick dies, and they bury him in a shallow grave. Yes, on the beach. And now the rest of the crew is getting a little worried. And One of, Robert Derrick's friend is, like, all pissy because his friend, like, dies at a work site. Guess yeah, what? It wah, happens. Wah. Andrew. How many jobs have you had? Where someone's died on set? Yeah. Like six, six like or seven. Six, seven times? Like it happens all the all time. All the time. And you just kind of set them aside and you just keep doing the job. I mean, on the on the best productions I ever had, the most professional, they had dug two holes first day, just right off just, the bat. Yeah. Just like, some, someone's going so, in these Someone's going to go into it. So, uh, they, but they are like, man, that's bullshit. This guy's he's he's all fucked up. Clint Clint Walker's all fucked up. He's yeah, just some some dried out drunk that somehow got this guy killed, and now is covering for it. Right, they're mad at Clint Walker because their friend died, and he's the only witness, and he's not telling them anything. He didn't tell them anything. He didn't tell them about the crazy killdozer. He's but, just like he just died, man. Right, but what he does say is, I've got five days to get this thing built, so get out there. So, right? That's all he's talking yeah, about. He's just like, keep keep working. Just keep working. We've got a big day tomorrow. So the guys go out there, and uh, he Clint Walker says, don't use the killdozer. I, it's, I, I cannot say this enough. <laughs> I stress this. Do not use the killdozer. Somebody uses the killdozer. Yeah. After it's fixed. So now, uh, not only does the killdozer. Well, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> Clint Walker goes to the radio, the one radio that they have. Oh, the, yes. I and he calls the base <laughs> and he's like, look, that guy, de- that guy died. I want somebody to go to his family and say, hey, your son died. I don't want some, I don't want some dag blasted telegram, I think is what he says. But like, no, no, not flowers. Nothing. No, right, just, just go. Just like, just maybe like a couple flowers, but nothing like, fan- don't, don't spend a lot on this guy. No, knock. Ring the, ring the bell twice. If nobody comes, nobody then answers, you can leave just, a note just under leave the note rock. on the, leave, Yes. <laughs> Sun dead. So sorry. So sorry. Uh, you owe us for <laughs> shipping his body back. Then that that box is also tilted again. Right. <laughs> Left the re- delivery around back, oh, and yeah. then they just see so just a, a box of just yes, skeleton just hanging out. out. Of it. Uh, when they pushed it over the fence, it came it, it, it came tumbling open. out, and he looked, and he was like, "Nah." <laughs> That's uh, the thing about the mail. Once they deliver it, it's not their it's problem. It's not their problem anymore. Yeah. Once it's on your Once property. Once it's on the property, they don't they don't own it. You so own it. As Clint Walker So as Clint Walker is making this cold, sad phone call, we we zoom in on Killdozer's headlights yes. as they flash and Killdozer is looking at the radio. So we zoom in <laughs> on that too. So this is storytelling. This is filmmaking 101. Like, you don't need words. All you need is to see that Killdozer is looking at something. Yes. And then you see what Killdozer is looking at, and you're like, he's going after he's that He's going to get the radio. He's, he knows. He knows. He knows. He knows. Question is, how does he know he's what the that thing is? Because the lights flash. He's like, and he, he knows it's a radio. He knows that's a radio. He knows it's a radio. He's a smart. He's a smart killdozer. Right. So, so uh, the chucklehead that they told not to use the thing decides to use the thing. So now he jumps into it and he's like, "Fuck you guys! I'm taking killdozer." <laughs> so he uh, he peels out, but killdozer then just takes control, makes a beeline for the radio, destroys the radio, crushes the radio, then just drives off <laughs> into the flats. <laughs> Yeah, out into some like low scrub brush, and then manages manages to. So then they chase after the killdozer. The guy in the driver's seat jumps out. 
Right, because he's scared. And then somehow, <laughs> now Mark, I've never, I haven't necessarily been around a bulldozer, mm-hmm. but I feel like or a killdozer, uh, or a killdozer. I feel like, as being on foot, there's a you could probably navigate around one. You of can outmaneuver things. it. Yeah. Yes, all you probably. have to do is just strafe around it, right? Right. It's a it, spin. It doesn't spin too fast. It crabs, so it can kind of kind of turn a little bit but if you run at enough of a if you run at an angle yeah and then turn your angle every once in a while yes so it's if you like you're going up a, like you're going up a step set of stairs yes it, it, you'll outmaneuver yeah it. it's it's kind but of yes tough. this guy jumps out he trips immediately he runs for the cover of some, some aluminum like, tubes tubing and then kill those like, wipes right, them out and just runs right over the tubing uh, but then also just rides into the jungle. Right. So now <laughs> this bulldozer is like a lion on the prowl <laughs> to the point where we see like shots of yes. the, the canopy. Killdozer hides. The, the canopy of the bulldozer is peeking out from like the, the underbrush. That's the best. That's the best. When <laughs> Killdozer. Because there's a scene coming up we'll talk about where everybody... Lo- Okay, we'll just we'll just jump right to it. So that guy dies, and now everyone like so now the mechanic believes he's like, well, look that that, well, that, that thing went cuckoo crazy bananas. Right. So the mechanic says that thing went bananas. Uh, what's this other guy? Sourball. Yeah. Sourball is like, look, I heard Robert Yurick's crazy ranting about the, the bright blue light and something being in the killdozer. Like uh, something's going on here. Clint Walker, meanwhile, all he cares about is his deadline. Yeah, so we he's gotta like, get the job done. Everybody, shut up and get to work. Uh, so, so then at this point, the mechanic is like, "Look, no, no, no. Uh, what's his name? Sourball says to Clint Walker, "Look, Killdozer is roaming, prowling at night. Yeah, I, it, I went it, out. It, it feeds, it feeds at night. Yeah, yes, he went, he went out I for went out smoke, and I and saw he was standing it. in front of it, and the 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 shovel lifted and lowered on its own. Right, so he it, knows that there's something crazy going on. So he's like. We should. We got to do something. We have to this. tell the rest of the guys that Killdozer is possessed. That he's that it's a Killdozer. So they that go. We're, that we're doing a Killdozer. Right, we're doing a Killdozer. So they go. So they call like a, a group meeting. There's four guys now, mm-hmm. and they're like, "So I have to tell you something." And then in this, this is a sequence I like to call. Where'd all that money go? We see where all the money went. <laughs> well, no. On this well, movie. well, first they say we're gonna blow it up. We've right? got all that dynamite. We have all the dynamite, and at first Clint Walker's like. That thing costs like ninety thousand dollars, and then it's like, all right, so we're gonna we're gonna blow it up. Right. So they decide to have a team meeting away from the camp to say there's a killdozer on the right. loose. Then my fa- this is this was my favorite scene because as they're having this conversation, they look back at the camp and the, the way the way it's staged <laughs> and the way <laughs> the stupid bulldozer moves around the scene, it made me think that it was like, oh, this is what you got going on over here. This is. This is a real nice camp. It'd be a real shame if I... Oh. 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 <laughs> so, whoops. So sorry. So the Gildozer blows up the entire camp. It, it just runs, runs over through the camp gasoline. and then turns it's, around and hits, hits some barrels. I think it did some around. donuts, right? <laughs> Again, it'd be a real nice shame if something oh, happened. Whoops. Oh, whoops. Oh, my God. Oh, everybody me. say ah. Everybody oh. say ah. So Gildozer blows up the whole camp. Yes, and, and what is and the, and the dynamite? Possibly the most spectacular twenty seconds yes, of television. It's this, it's this wide shot of this this bulldozer that's effectively doing donuts in their mm, stuff. It's like a demolition derby. And then we cut back to the reaction shots of them going like, "Oh, oh my god!" 
I just imagine, I, like, I want Killdozer to have a voice because I just imagine it just going, woo! <laughs> Part of me prefers that it's just this just silent, silent menace. Just... <laughs> and it's like, do you think it knows what it's doing? It, it knows. knows. <laughs> so Killdozer wrecks all their shit, and then I imagine we would go to commercial after this. Probably. Now it's now shit's getting real. So then when we come back, the guys are. They, Pick, picking through the rubble. They get their supplies, and then they decide, well, let's just keep, let's just run away. Let's go to the high ground. Let's if get to the high, high ground, ground. We'll be okay. F- until the supply ship shows up tomorrow. Right. And uh, so then they just get in the Jeep, and they decide to, to head on out. But, but guess who's... And guess as who's, they leave, <laughs> so they drive off camera right, camera left, slowly... Yeah, pushes back. Over. Guess who's hiding right now? Killdozer has been has overheard everything. A large diesel fueled <laughs> piece of construction machinery that they didn't notice. Somehow before. they didn't notice. And yeah, it's got a scrub over it and it's just sitting there, but because of the camera movement, <laughs> we're supposed to imagine that like it's scheming and planning. Uh because so, they try and ambush it a little later. No, they tried to ambush it with the dynamite and he, he foiled that. Then uh, they have a conversation, and it somehow gets in a cliff above them and p- tries to push rocks on them. But, yes, and we reuse the shot of rocks being d- dumped on them. Uh, so, so Killdozer is a, a smart bulldozer, right? Uh, and then, meanwhile, one of the guys is starting to go a little nuts uh, because he has a Killdozer chasing him, right? And as as long as we're talking about the personality of Killdozer, at one point, Killdozer blows up another jeep. Yes. And when it does, it's the front of its shovel lifts up and then turn tilts oh, it, like, at an angle at left it. and it's right. Like, hmm. Now, you think it's looking. I think it's na 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 na. I think it's just like doing that halo like teabagging oh, thing yeah, after you like, shoot a guy or it's like yeah, spinning around, lowering and raising its shovel. So, by this point, uh, we get to the final act of the movie. There's three guys left. On the run from Killdozer. On the run from Killdozer, the guy that's going nuts, the skeptic, Sourball, and then Clint Walker. Mm-hmm. And they decide to, the guy who's going crazy, they're like, just why don't you drink something, man? Just why yeah, why get drunk, you, why get, get out of our as hair. as fucking drunk as possible. He gets hammered, and he decides he wants to go for a swim. Right. He, he commandeers a Jeep <laughs> and drives off to the beach. And this is a great Here comes another great shot. He drives to the beach, hits some deep sand, and then stops. And then we just dolly left. And then who should happen to just appear? is just there. Sitting there right on the beach as if he was driving directly to Killdozer. Exactly. So Killdozer, and we cut to the interior of Killdozer a lot where uh, the switches and and knobs are all moving moving on their own. On their own. So Killdozer punches it into drive. And just starts heading. And so we're cutting between him, like, trying to start the Jeep. And then back to Killdozer. The Jeep, Killdozer, Jeep, Killdozer, Jeep, Killdozer. And then finally he just decides, instead of... It's Jumping a, out? It's a utility Jeep. There are no doors. Right. Just move. Roll, falling out, Get really. out of the way. Um, and then just go walk in diagonals to yeah. get away from Killdozer. Instead, he just decides to accept his fate. He just he closes, closes his, his eyes. eyes. And then gets just crushed flat by this um, by this killdozer. So now we're down to two. Now we have two. We have Sourball and we have uh, Clint, Clint, Walker. Clint Walker. Now, Sourball had mentioned that he's the best goddamn shovel operator you'll ever find. That's true. And so they go on the run and they see the shovel, which is this big fucking... It's a big old steam shovel. Steam shovel. And 
Andrew, I just want to talk to you about this from, from the writer's perspective. Absolutely. We have to imagine that what the writer wrote was... An intense they, duel between two titans. Yes. Titan against titan. Killdozer versus shovel in a drag out death match. Effectively, it's it's two bulls charging at each other. Right. It's a sword fight between two evenly matched pieces of machinery. Just these giant things wrecking just, each other, just tearing each other apart. Killdozer smashes into the shovel, sparks fly. Right. One is not moving. It's right. the indestructible object versus the immovable force. The tire treads get ripped off of the shovel, but he still fights on as he swings his shovel maddeningly like a, like a fucking two-ton hammer that it is. Instead, Instead we get uh, a extended scene where Killdozer kind of rumbles up to the shovel. They touch Killdozer shovel to steam shovel. It's like shovel, shovel. tink, tink, and then they kind of... And then it of, backs off. And then it backs off, and then it goes again. Tink. tink. And one more time, and I don't know what the plan was. I, I think they were trying to flip Killdozer. Was, yes. Isn't that what they were trying to do? So eventually... Meanwhile... We're cutting to the interior of the steam really shovel. really intense stuff, and Clint Walker screaming, Now! Wait for it! Wait for it! Now! Flip. And you're like, dink. Yeah, exactly. Just, just cut to the line. Nothing happening. <laughs> dink. So they managed to get the, the steam... They managed to get the shovel under the shovel of Killdozer... But then they break the rigging in the process of the shovel. But right. they've tied him up enough. So then they're like, let's, let's get, get out, out of here. here. So they run away again. They come across. They're like, what are we going to do? Uh, uh, we have to give it a cold. <laughs> <laughs> they, he they, said, you can't kill a machine. And they say, well, what? wait a minute. You can't kill a machine, but you can kill the life inside of it. Yeah, whatever that thing that's driving it is, which... I don't we think haven't that's established. True. We it's, don't actually know that. If it, but if it bleeds, whatever, guys. You can kill it. But yeah. This is just a glowing Star Trek villain, essentially. Yeah. It's the it's the ghost. It's the the nebula thing from Star Trek Five, right? That's effectively what this is. Yeah. Yeah. It pretends it's God. Sure. <laughs> what does God need with a spaceship? What does God need with a killdozer? Everything. Everything. So um, he, uh, they go off and they find a generator and they decide to use this generator as a uh, like a trap floor. So they're gonna we're gonna electrocute electri- killdozer, electrify uh, some metal grating. So when killdozer rides on top of this thing, uh, we can punch it, we hit, hit the juice, and nuke the, the the treads and just electrocute the thing. Yeah. Uh, sounds like a crappy plan, but <laughs> what do the I plan know? We've got. So they managed to hide it, tarp it. They lured Killdozer out. Uh, Clint Black has to like throw a crowbar at it. Clint Walker throws a crowbar. Yeah, Clint Walker throws hits a, it's, hits one of the lights. One of the headlights. So like hits it in its eye. Yeah. So now it's enraged it's like, ah! Killdozer. <laughs> and uh, Killdozer then rushes after Clint Walker. They throw the switch. And sure enough, these sparks fly. Sparks fly. The blue light goes wow, wow, wow. We see, wow, we see the wow, the the controls going crazy, wow. like the Killdozer is in pain almost. Yeah. And you feel sorry for Killdozer. Yeah, in the end. yeah. It was beauty that killed the Killdozer. <laughs> Killdozer. Uh, so finally, the blue the blue uh, light manages to go to the shovel of the Killdozer, and then it just kind of fades out. So and then Killdozer is Killdozer is dead. There's no more. They dig another grave for Killdozer. Killdozer. It's 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 not as it's, yeah. it's still shallow, but <laughs> it's. I mean, they had to build it pretty yeah. deep. They they bury him next to his his 
the fallen warriors. Like, yes. They were all great warriors. <laughs> they all died on the plane of battle. So uh, they actually do speak to something that I was thinking of where they're like, well, Killdozer's dead, but so is the rest of our crew. And it's only us. And how are we going to explain, how do we explain what the fuck happened? This, this insane bulldozer went crazy. And they're like, we're just going to tell the truth, I guess. And uh, they're like, okay, that sounds like a pretty crappy plan. But yeah. We'll see what happens. I mean, our last plan was pretty crappy and it worked. That so works. I guess so we'll I guess just tell, tell them the one. truth. Clem Walker says, I'm sure I'm glad to be alive, though. And then he throws his helmet in the air. We're gonna make it after all. Dun, 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 dun. And then just smash cut the credit. <laughs> freeze frame. It's freeze, freeze frame freeze on the helmet. Freeze frame on throwing the helmet. And you, I was expecting helmet throw lands next to the bulldozer as they're walking away. One light, like, slowly blinks on. Oh, That's yeah. what I was expecting, but no. Or Killdozer runs over the helmet. Ooh, yeah. Hmm? No, instead, uh, it's an uncertain future for them. They will probably end up going to prison. Yeah. At least they survived the Killdozing. Yeah. And that's the end of Killdozer. Killdozer. Killdozer will return in. (laughs) Son of Killdozer. (laughs) Yes, Mark. Uh, Andrew, what did you think of Killdozer? I thought it was great. Could you believe, like... I, the thing about all of the, the this movie and especially the last one and probably our next one is that the thought of like sitting down Saturday night, what's on? Who knows? I got my TV guide. I only got, got four channels, so I let's guess, see what's got what we got. Let's see here. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll watch this movie. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine what just watching this bizarre sci-fi thriller about on a, television about a science about an alien-infested killing bulldozer? Yeah. No, I couldn't imagine that, but I love it nonetheless. I love that that there was still an avenue for, like, this reminded me of, like, a 50s B-movie. Yeah. This was, like, the creeping terror or, um, you know, the crawling eye. Like, there's this big monster on the loose, and it's hunting people down, and and it's, like, a goofy premise, but they somehow have to overcome it. Yeah. And it's... They shot it probably in like three days out in the uh, out in the desert somewhere. Uh, probably right off the five, probably right by Johnny D's house. There's a note uh, that I saw that uh, when there's a shot when Killdozer is creeping up and looking through the forest. Yeah. Uh, this is supposed to be uh, this island off the coast of Africa. You can see the freeway. Clearly see the freeway. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, they just whipped the script out and they're like, look, we got Clint Walker, we got. Got this bulldozer. young kid named Robert Urich when we've got well, how much how much money do you need I mean we just need enough for like explosives to blow up in the big scene like that's the main thing that they spent their money on right yeah and we just we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna well, no they didn't even probably didn't even wreck the equipment we're gonna crush up a jeep yeah yeah that's all we need we just need and that. that aluminum tube yes and, and the man inside <laughs> that those will, are cheap those, actors are cheap actors are, they are pretty cheap so, um, but I, I thought this is this is great. It's a dumb, goofy premise. They play it straight. I like that they play it straight. That's the other yeah. thing too. No winking. None of this like, like you know. Nowadays, if a movie like this came out, it would be in the asylum wheelhouse of like, oh no, we're being chased by a killdozer. Yeah. And then like, I don't know, um, Tommy Lee would like be in the crew as well. Probably. And, 
he would try get and killed real early. stop it with like a guitar. I, I don't know, it'd be something stupid. Yeah. But no, it's like you're these guys being chased by a bulldozer, and that's 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 the movie. I also like that this from that time before the mid '80s, where we were pretty, we were still okay with ugly people being on television. Yeah. Like now, we only want beautiful people on our TVs. But no, these are a bunch of roughnecks. Like, like, yeah, here's yeah. five guys that look like they live on an island and they smell bad. Like, here you go. This is what you want. Here's the filthy masses being chased by a killdozer. Right. Now it would be, yes, Tommy Lee. Mm-hmm. Hunk, generically, it would be Stephen Amell. Yeah, well, like, Stephen Amell wouldn't stoop to a uh, an asylum picture. You're but, right, but somebody that looks like him. Yes, some, I want, some I want, the, blonde. I want the cheap version of Stephen Amell. <laughs> Even a Mel. Yes. Um, it, it, you know, but I, I, it was, it was dumb fun. Like now, Andrew. Yes. We had mentioned briefly at the start of the show that in this time in America, we were, we were thinking about very dark things, mm-hmm. and our movies reflected that. Big monument bullshit. Mm-hmm. Race relations. Mm-hmm. Frankenstein's. Yes. Where do you think this movie fits in to to all of that? To the, do you think to this... the national picture that they were speaking to something? Yeah, because to me, it's right in that wheelhouse. Of Killdozer of... is basically a Frankenstein. I say no. It's Killdozer is uh, Killdozer is a useful thing that has been infected by something that's evil, and right. it's obviously speaking to the Nixon White House. Oh, you think it's the Nixon White House? That the government is the bulldozer that keeps us, you know, it's a thing, it's a tool that we can use and it's a powerful tool, but if right. it gets infected by something terrible, like uh, Nixon and his cronies, then it turns into something diabolical and evil. Okay. Will you buy that? I buy that. <laughs> okay. I buy that. I mean, it could also just be this, the killdozer is America. Okay. Because that guy, uh, the, the, the man who gets killed in the tubes... Mm-hmm. We, we didn't mention he's an African-American I'm male. The tube's back here. Yes. He jumps into Killdozer willy-nilly and is like, yeah, I'm Killdozing. <laughs> and the mechanic is like, wait, there's something wrong with this. You don't want to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. Let us fix this first. Mm. And I think that he's he's the immigrant coming to America who's saying, yeah, I'm an American. And then the American dream crushes by the him. Machine. Yeah, yeah, swallowed up and destroyed. That's a good, that's a good, good idea as well. There's a lot of a lot of a lot of did, deep why messages. Didn't, why didn't I write my thesis on this stupid movie? Should have, yeah. yeah. Would have been easy. Because I think Killdozer is it's definitely a movie that's about something. It's about something, but we're I not sure I what it is. I can't believe that it's just it's just saying no, man. It's an, it's it's, 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 it's a, a killdozer. It's, it's a cuckoo bird killdozer. <laughs> like that's all it is. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be about something. And so if it was written in '44, maybe it's like. Well, the short story... The war machine? No, in the short story, the, the this excavation crew finds a... It's not a meteorite. It's no, a, it's a uh, temple. Yes. It's a like it's a Native American temple, and the ghost fills the killdozer and starts killing them, which makes sense. It, it makes things make a lot more sense. We don't know why killdozer is killing these people. We don't know what this meteorite has against us. It was, it was there. I guess. Whoever wins, we lose. Yeah. <laughs> you know, killdozers got to kill, all right? We, they all got needs. You don't ask a bird why it flies. Exactly. You don't ask a killdozer why it kills. It kills. It's, it's, just, it's just in the name. 
So, Mark, uh, let's discuss uh, a segment that you appreciate, that you love very much. Yes. Uh, now that we've kind of uh, gone at length, uh, there are no small parts. No small parts. No small parts. Who? What? What character would you like to give this award to? Andrew. Yes. For this one, I have to hand it over to Blue Light. Blue Light. It's. It only appears. It's a tiny it's only role. On, it's only it gets on the first screen. kill. It does get the first kill. Uh, but it is only on screen at the beginning and at the end. Yes. And what I like about it is that it shows, it tells us, one, something's wrong. Yes. And then when it comes back at the end, it tells us everything's okay. <laughs> because the blue light flashes. Mm-hmm. Robert Yurk goes, ah! And then he dies. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, oh, something's not right about this meteorite. I knew. I knew. I, I, you have to imagine a dad saying to his kid, like, Keep an eye on that blue light. I bet, I bet that's, I, not, I bet that's, that's not a bad good. thing. It's not good. That's not it's a not good, good thing. I've worked a lot of construction jobs. I think that kill dozer, I, that, I've been around killdozers before. Yeah. This, one's, this one's up to no good. This is a bad one. Um, and then when they electrocute killdozer at the end, the blue light goes, wah, wah, wah. Yeah. It, it, and it, blues, we know. it blues his last light. Yeah, we knew. It's okay now. Yeah. The blue light's gone. Kill, I mean, it's still a killdozer. Yes. It'll always be a killdozer, but it's just not as not as good. Because it's not able to kill anymore. Yeah, right, right. Well, it, it it could still kill. It could still kill. Just <laughs> not under its own power. Andrew, would you ever want to watch a Killdozer sequel? No. Killdozers? No. Ooh. Two Killdozers? Yeah. I'd want a I'd want a bad Killdozer and a good Killdozer, and they fight. What if they both start out bad, and then, and then one, one Killdozer? Yeah. Ooh. And the way that, again, because Killdozers don't talk, it would just have to be a shot of Killdozer... No, it's he like Killdozer B killing somebody, and then Killdozer A kind of looks, looks at the person holding on by a rock. Yeah, it's like help me, Killdozer, please. No, he's hanging on by a rock, and Killdozer B is like using the shovel to gesture at the guy, like finish the job. Killdozer A like starts, and then stops, and looks, and looks, and then just. Slowly spins a donut, it's very like, slowly, very spins methodically around. turns around, and then just drives, drives away. Drives away, yeah. And now you know, you know, it's a good kill. He's a good kill he's, he's one of the good ones. <laughs> the he, only thing that can stop a bad, the only thing that can stop a bad kill dozer is a good is a good kill dozer. Yeah. So maybe I'd watch kill dozers, but only if it was done in this style. I don't want it to be cheekier in in right. Not a sci-fi not, channel release. What if I could get it on ABC? Yes, I would gladly watch kill dozers. All right. So let's let's get let's, let's get, get that on, script start going. Start working the phones. Mark, anything else regarding Killdozer, or have we killed this dozer? I think we've said it all. We've said all we need to say about this a, this dozer. It's a great great movie. Mm-hmm. This is an hour and thirteen minutes or something. It's short. It's like yeah, it's like uh, it's like seventy two, seventy five minutes. Yeah, which uh, it's, that's great. It works Just for me. Keep it nice and tight. Nice and tight. Andrew, do we know what we're going to watch next week? We do know what we're going to watch next week. Should we play a little little commercial for it? This is what we'll be watching next time on TV Movie Night. On The Bionic Woman, Lindsay Wagner as Jamie Summers is the intended victim of a deadly shark attack. Then, from the national bestseller, The Ghost of Flight 401, comes a chilling drama of the supernatural. I feel his presence. The ghost of Samoe appears only on ASA planes. Ernest Borgnine and Gary Lockwood star in this thriller based on actual events. First, Bionic Woman, then The Ghost of Flight 401, Saturday at 8, 7 Central. Wow. Yes. 
That looks good. Yeah. Ernest Borgnine is a ghost or something? something I don't know. like that. I don't, I don't know. know. What the it's fuck scary. is going on in We're watching The Ghost of Flight 401, an NBC Saturday night movie, which premiered in... 1978. Now, Andrew, I, I'm going to tell you, there's two versions online on YouTube. Oh, okay. Which one are we watching? Well, one is the, like, VHS release. Mm-hmm. The other one seems, from what I could tell, to be a direct copy of... Like, aired? So, what aired, with commercials and all. Oh, we should watch that one. So I want to watch the commercials and all one. It's two hours long. The VHS release is, like, 90 minutes long. No, so we'll, it's a little more work. We'll watch, because we can talk. I like getting this. If it's the commercials are in there, that's what I really want to see. Right. We see the act breaks, and it's like, there's Ernest Borgnine's a ghost. Oh, and then that doesn't make any sense. When it comes to when it comes to my family and their time in the bathroom and our choice for tissue bathroom tissue. Yes. <laughs> we care about Cottonelle. Yeah, there's no that was, there's no bear shitting in the woods in 1978. No, no, this was people this was people looking directly at camera and saying buy Cottonelle. <laughs> Do it. Are you, are you buying it yet? Get out. Go. Ernest Borgnine is not a ghost. <laughs> it's all it's all pretend. But the ghost of Flight 401 is for next time here on TV Movie Night. Mark, anything else? Uh, happy birthday, Baby Killdozer. Baby Killdozer, welcome to the world. We eagerly anticipate your appearance on the show. <laughs> <laughs> and keep on killdozing. Keep on, keep on dozing. Keep on dozing. You're you, you doing it. We, we can. This world always needs another killdozer. <laughs> this world always had another killdozer. This world always will.